the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Showers and a thunderstorm mainly later on. High five. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a few showers and a thunderstorm. Low 74. Thursday, expect a blend of clouds and sunshine with a few showers and a thunderstorm. High 86. That's your ranking weather forecast. I'm Benny Thompson for News Talk 930 WLSS. Manatee High School football is a force of nature. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. Live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. A very pleasant good evening, everyone. We are live from Beefo Brady's on Cortez Road West in Bradenton on this uh, kind of cloudy Tuesday afternoon. But we're here to talk about the big win over the Sarasota Sailors. And I'm sure that a lot of people that are listening out there and probably people in our audience here weren't there because uh, it was just a monsoon at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. But Coach, 38-3, uh, to three, big win for the Hurricanes. And, Man, when you play in those kind of conditions, you just never know. Right. You, you're, you're excited to get out of there with the win. And, and um, you know, with the, with the field conditions the way they were, it really kind of uh, neutralized our offense quite a bit and uh, weren't able to spread the ball around on the, on the perimeter uh, as much as we wanted to. We kind of, kind of, you know, kept us with the run game. And, and fortunately, Johnny had a, had a great game for us. But, um uh, we're, we're, we're fortunate to get out of there with uh, with a win and, and more importantly, uh, no injuries. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Steve Peebles, offensive line coach, is our uh, guest coach tonight. Steve, good evening. Thank you for being here. Uh, Steve, um, we'll talk a little bit about the offensive line as we move along in the show, but let's uh, do it right away. Uh, what, what a job you have this year replacing the guys that uh, have moved on to play college football yeah yeah i had uh, five five really good ones last year all, all went to college uh, and and doing well right now most of them redshirted but uh big thing all the ones i have this year they weren't even on the varsity team last year so they're, they're all brand new so uh and uh right now i, I truly believe they're, they're probably the most improved area of the football team right now yeah. they, they they're very young and one thing with the offensive line you, you got to be patient with them and and we have been, and they've come along, and they're getting better each week, and uh, we expect them to continue to get better each week. Well, they were certainly thrown into the fire going against East Lake and Ware County back-to-back. Uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> That's all i, I got to say about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, the game against Ware County, it showed because we're still real young. We're not as strong as, you know, we're a bunch of juniors or, you know, have had as many uh, years in the weight room and, and uh, it was a little bit tough for that game, but uh, the whole offense is improving since then, and that's that's all you can ask. And we've made the big move, uh, John, moving Johnny Lang into the quarterback position. And um, he's played well. I know you're going to want to throw the ball a little more as we move along, but obviously last Friday night, that was almost impossible. Right, yeah. And, and Johnny, 
being in the Wildcat formation has been uh, a great wrinkle for us. Um, you know, the, the thing is, we're, we're if we're wanting to progress to where we want to go, uh, we're going to have to be much more balanced. And so we've been uh, we've been working with a little bit more of our pass game and, and personnel. We're going to look to to get uh, Sloan a little bit more reps this week um, at the quarterback position, and because we've got to be able to, to to spread the ball out on the perimeter and throw the ball uh, teams. And we, and we saw that last week, you know, particularly with with uh, Sarasota in the weather. Um, teams are going to load the box and, and play cover zero and force us to throw the ball. Uh, and try to take Johnny out of the game. Um, and, um, you know, as we get, you know, in the district play and later in the season, it's going to be tougher to uh, to do that. Well, I think it's amazing we've been able to do what we've been able to do because teams pretty much know, okay, you know, uh, Johnny is a good athlete, but, you know, he hasn't played much quarterback, so consequently he's probably not going to throw a lot. But still, he's able to get almost 200 yards a game. Well, it's incredible. He's, a, he's a talented running back. He can make guys miss. Uh, he, he's – you know, he's not an overly big guy, but he's strong for his size. Um, but, you know, going back to what Coach People says, um, you know, our line is getting better. Uh, they're playing much more physical. They're, they're seeing things faster and, and creating run lanes for him. And I'll tell you what, um, if, in fact, uh, Sloan Drummonds gets in the game, it'll be one of the most anticipated <laughs> uh, because he's been talked about so much. And, you know, the media kind of picked up on the fact, oh, this – New quarterbacks coming in, and uh, you know I thought that was kind of unfair to the young man. And right. then you know he he want he left for a little while, rejoined the team, and everything. So certainly, uh, let's see what he can do, right? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Like I said, we've got to be more balanced, and I think he'll bring that um, you know to to the offense. And um, you know I'm looking forward to to seeing what he can do Friday night. He's you know he's had a good first couple of days this week, and and uh, feeling comfortable back there. So. Uh, I'm in, anticipating a, uh, a strong performance. Now, we're coming off a 38-3 to win, and in that game, uh, again, Johnny Lang, 189 yards. He's our offensive player of the game. Surprise, surprise, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we also have Kelvin McKnight, who we kind of named as a co-offensive special teams player of the week right. because – he was outstanding in special teams. Absolutely. I mean, he's dangerous in, in the punt return game. And, and uh, you know, it's tough. The, the last couple of weeks they've been doing some some different types of punts. We saw the, the rugby-style punt against Naples, and it doesn't really allow for a, a good return. Then we get into a wet, sloppy game where you're not getting a real good kickoff, you know, to, to allow a good return. And finally, that last punt, he was able to kind of get his hands on it and, and make some guys miss and, and take it back, you know, for the touchdown, which he's capable of doing anytime he touches the ball. If you want to join us, 955-0930, our local number, that's 955-0930. Steve, let's get back to the offensive line, having to replace uh, all those guys who are scattered across the country now playing collegiately. Uh, your tackles, Luke Clifton and Sam Kuva. I will say this, you didn't lose much size-wise. Those no, guys are big guys. No, we're, we're still very big at tackle. As a matter of fact, we're trying to slim them down a little <laughs> bit. Um, and th- those guys are getting better every time. They're, they're getting a little better body awareness and, and understanding, you know, combo blocks and things like that. So they're coming along real well there. Um, luckily for there, that's one area we haven't been injured in. We actually had a lot of injury the first the first uh, two games. Mm-hmm. The Josh Carden broke his hand. Uh, Sickler missed the game because he was sick, and uh, Bernard Bernard Shaw missed the yep. game because he was uh, had a concussion. So that you know, even though we were young earlier, then we were even younger the first couple of weeks. So now the last three weeks, we've had 
the same five, and we're getting we're getting some continuity and getting some combo blocks and, and getting things going a little bit better now. Which, Steve, later on in the season, it could turn into a blessing because you got uh, Curtis Matalau and uh, Jake Walker in, right. and now they've seen some considerable action. Right, yes, they have. And another one that's come along real well for us right now is a, another sophomore, Seth Walters. He's uh, he's playing our tight end in our jumbo package, okay. and he's, he's doing very well right now. Um, I tell you what, Josh Cardinal right now, he's he's really stepped up. I mean, he broke his right hand in a couple games ago, and we're, you know, and he actually, after he got a cast on his right hand, he was able to switch and start snapping the ball with his left hand, which is, you know, something you got to be worried about going into a game. Where's, where's the ball going to go when you snap it? Well, I think and, that's unbelievable. he's done a, done a great job with that. For that reason, I'd like to name him player of the game. Because, yeah, really, uh, he's he's done know, a great job. That, that, that. If you think about it, it's phenomenal right. what he did. Yeah, right. and uh, I, I got to say, I heard the weather also, Dave, uh, hindered you a little bit Friday night. Yes. I heard you had to get a tow truck to get your car yep, out of the yep, parking yep, lot. You got uh, stuck out there. Still got some mud on it <laughs> yeah. to, to show everybody tonight. I wanted to leave the mud on. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, after the game, I'm probably kind of like you guys. You know, you're kind of drained. You know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm talking for three hours, and uh, so I get in my car and drive whiz out of there, and I'm not, you know, getting home, and I didn't even notice. It was so late too. I didn't notice the back gate was locked and closed, so I just got in and started heading to the back gate and. Sh- before you know it, I was in a bunch of mud, and um, and we still have that on our practice field today. Yeah, I mean, yeah probably my tire tracks. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure, sure you appreciate yeah. that too. Yeah. <laughs> We've adjusted our practice routine a little yeah. bit around that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I want to throw a shout out to uh, Sean, yes. uh, the chief custodian. Yeah, Sean, uh, yeah, did a did a great job with a golf cart and chain. Hmm. Did wonders, got yep. me out of there. Yeah, didn't have to call AAA or anything. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it was it was one of those games that uh, we've had with Sarasota too in the past. We've had uh, some terrific uh, rain, torrential rain against Sarasota. But yeah, I wanted to get back for a second. And Carden at center, and then you got Bernard Shaw and Bradley Stickler at guard. And you know, I could see them coming together, and especially I see improved play out of Kuva because you know I looked at Kuva at the beginning of the year, and I was like, okay, Sam, let's let's right. step it up, let's step it up. You know, just watching the tape, and right. he is now. Right, Sam. You know, I mean, he's very smart, so that that's helped him out a lot. And uh, and now it's amazing, you know, as an offensive lineman, as you learn some the few ins and outs of the plays, you know, just a little bit different angle here, different angle there, how much longer to stay on a combo block. Those little things make you so much better, and those are the things you can only get with repetition and playing. I mm-hmm. mean, you can only you, you can't simulate it against a blocking sled. You got to actually get game reps and get better at it, and, and they have been. Now, um, let's talk just a minute, Steve, because I just you know that offensive line last year was pretty darn good. Why don't you yeah. just fill people in on yeah. uh, where they are right okay. now? Okay, well, uh, most of them are redshirted. Uh, Mike Glotty's up at South Florida. They had a big win this week. Uh, Jake Stickler is at Georgia Tech. He's red-shirted as well. Our center is uh, Kyle Mock is at FIT. He's red-shirted. Um, Brooks Larkin is at the Air Force Academy, and I'm not sure if he's red I'm not sure how it works. I got an update Air- on him. I'll let you and know then, after um, <laughs> And then Dylan Beecham is at uh, Newberry College in uh, South Carolina, and my understanding, he's going to be red-shirted as well. So they're all going to be red-shirted. And they're expecting big things from all of them. That's one reason. Usually when you're red-shirted, they're, they're thinking you're going to really help their program a lot. Yeah, and that's pretty common for yeah, an offensive right. lineman to get red-shirted. Yeah. I, truly, if you go to a program as a freshman playing offensive line and you're, and you're starting as a freshman, 
usually your team's not going to be very good because you can't <laughs> hard to go in college and start as a freshman the offensive line and be on a good team. Uh, I was talking to um, Stickler was yeah, yeah. Uh, he was home this weekend. Yes, he was at the game. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's he's bulked up quite yes. a bit. Um, but um, he was telling me that Brooks, him and Brooks are good, of right. course, good buddies, is playing on the freshman team because right. at Air Force right. they don't redshirt. Right. They actually have a, a freshman team. Right. And that uh, they're, you know, he's he's starting and playing all the time on the freshman, right. uh, which I think is a great idea. Right, yes. he's He had a, a tough transition, though, because, like, the first three or four weeks you're there, you're not allowed to call anybody. It's you're not allowed to have any cell phones, no text messages. So Boot camp, basically. It was t- yeah, yeah, well, it, yeah. Was, it was tough for him, they said. And when he got that phone, that 30 days passed, he was texting everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's uh, yeah. that's kind of a, a once-in-a-lifetime coaching, isn't it, Steve, to have yeah, guys like I that? Mean, especially in a public school. To have five guys as seniors, to be starting five seniors is tough to start with, and then have five that all are going to go college and play at major colleges uh, is, is unbelievable almost. And you know? John's sitting here thinking, man, I was one year late. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the ones we got no, they're good the, the ones we got now are all players. going to be back next year yeah, except right. for one. So we're, we're going to be You'll good. be talking a lot about yeah, those we, kids yeah, next year. We, we got a chance to be really, really good next year. We're going to yep. continue to be good this year too, but, I mean, next year we're a lot of experience coming back next right. year. Now, uh, John, talk a little bit about um, how the game progressed at halftime. You had a comfortable lead. The game was never in doubt. And then all of a sudden in the third quarter, uh, some things happened where I was saying on the radio, hey, this thing isn't over. If Sarasota could get a quick score here, they'd be right back in it. Right, yeah. You know, it, they had the opportunity um, with really two possessions uh, inside the 10 um, when we're up 17-0. to zero. Uh, they, we do a great defensive stand, force them to, to, to a field goal. Um, and then we had the, the one turnover uh, at midfield with, um, with, uh, with Johnny's fumble, which really is our only, uh, our only turnover, um, which is, which which is, is great yeah, in, in that kind of a game. But that gave them the short field, and they had the long pass that get inside the, the 10. Defense stepped up huge, uh, had a great goal line stand, and then we ended up blocking the field goal, which I really think took the wind out of their sail. Um, and uh, gave us gave us that momentum back to kind of finish out the game. Well, you know, you uh, did a good job in prognosticating because you thought the defensive line would come up big, and boy, yeah. did they. Quanzie Jackson and Matt Mackey at the ends, I think they combined for like five sacks between yeah. them. Yeah, just just great great defensive line play. They're, they're, I mean, those guys are so tough. We see that every single day in practice, and those guys are so tough on the, on the edge, and, and Quanzie is just so long, and he, he does not get reached. Uh, he very seldom uh, allows somebody to break contain on him. Um, and, and they just all have a motor. They, they, you know, Coach Phelan does a great job with his scheme with allowing defensive linemen to use their athleticism. They're not, they're not holding a gap, you know, and, and allowing linebackers to run. They're using their athletic ability to get upfield and create havoc in the backfield. I mean, right now we're sitting at 22 sacks so for <laughs> defense. Yeah. And it's pretty incredible. And to piggyback off our defensive line, um, that's one reason the offensive line is getting better because Sam Kuva and Luke Clifton have to go against Quanzie and Mackey every single day in yep. pass protection. And if Sam Kuva can block Quanzie, he's going to be able to block anyway. 99% yeah. of the people he ever plays yep. against. And, you know, keep rep, uh, stressing technique, and those guys are going to get better because they go against people like that right. every day in practice. Well, Steve, so y- y- you get – Obviously, a bird's eye view at the defense as you're looking at your offensive linemen trying to block them. Um, 
To me, it's one of the fastest defenses we've had at Manitou. I don't know about yeah. the best, but well, they're certainly right yeah, up there. From, from sideline to sideline, they're, they're pretty quick. It's, you know, you, if you don't take the correct angle, you don't have a chance to get to them. And I, and I love our tackles, Malik Mills and Delvin Mays. Uh, you've yeah. got, you, I mean, they're the perfect combination because you got Delvin, who's just such a run stopper and right. so huge, and right. and Malik Mills is very quick for right. 250. Yeah. yeah, he gets off the ball quick, gets in the backfield, and, and like I said, they, we allowed them to use their athletic ability to uh, to beat the guy in front of them, and and, and uh, more often than not, those guys are probably better athletes than the guy that they're lining up across from. All right, we're going to take our first time out, and then when we come back, we'll have our trivia questions, we'll have our players of the game, and we'll have much, much more when we return live to Hurricane Hotline at Beef O'Brady's. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley in Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley in Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley in Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria, the Beach House in Bradenton Beach, and the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes-in-the-sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. 
Another look at our drive for you. Good evening, everybody. Traffic report, a service of Britain's Carpet One, floor and home. Brand new and coming into me now at 14th Street, 49th Avenue Drive. Maybe some blockage on that. They haven't even dispatched it. It's so new. Lockwood Ridge, 17th Street. They're on the scene as well as at 70 and Lakewood Ranch. They're still out there on 23rd Avenue and 9th Street. And we still have our typical congestion along the I-75 corner. Nothing changed there. Still chugging along pretty nice shape without any accidents on the trail, but it's a heavily traveled route, of course. Britain's Carpet One, Floor and Home, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home carpet, tile, laminates, and more. One-on-one service backed up by more than 50 years in the biz. I'm Dave Anderson, WLSS Traffic. Hotline live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. All right, welcome back to Beefo Brady's. We've got a nice crowd here tonight on this Tuesday evening. And, uh, John, how has practice been? Uh, you know, we, God, it was so wet yesterday, and at least, uh, you know, it, it held off today. Yeah, we ended up getting rained out yesterday. Um, had some lightning in the area, so we uh, we made the decision to stay inside, um, which is always tough. I mean, you're, you're limited on what you can do, and, and uh so it was good today. You know, we didn't have any rain. Uh, the field actually, aside from some tire marks, uh, <laughs> you're talking the practice field. The practice yeah. field. <laughs> I didn't uh, go across yeah. the real field. Yeah. I want everybody uh, to know that. Aside from that, I mean, the, actually, the field drained pretty pretty good, and and uh, you know, it was relatively dry uh, that we were able to get out there and, and and get some good work in today. I was amazed at the shape of the playing field oh man yeah. i mean it was for all the rain we had it wasn't that bad steve I mean. yeah, it, it hung in there when you got close to, when you got on the field after the game though you could see there's quite a few potholes there and stuff but, it, but it, it, it's rebounding we don't have to play on it for two more weeks so and hopefully it smooths out a little bit and our younger guys aren't playing on it this week right i think freshman, freshman has a game freshman thursday right. okay. yeah. yep so. Is JB off this week or no? They're at Bayshore. At Bayshore, okay. Uh, I want to pass along that uh, uh, the mighty Hanksters are undefeated. Mm-hmm. Hank Malo, the head coach of the JV team, and they're uh, boy, well. they're they're playing well. Yeah. You know, they had that first game against the varsity team. Yeah, they did very well. I, I'd play that team every year if I was there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was a great game for us. Yes, it was. Good and that's when they right. had all their players. Right. right. Yes. You know, this great uh, experience for uh, our young private guys. school out of right. Tampa, and right. and we won that game, and now we've just been blowing everybody out. And uh, from what I hear from my sources, um, which is Hank. Um, <laughs> That uh, they got a nice looking quarterback down yeah. on JV. Yeah, they do, and uh, we're we're looking forward to getting those, those guys uh, after they finish their year. Uh, uh, you know, working up with us and and um, you know and and continue to develop those those young guys and see what uh, you know kind of competition that we can create. Um, you know, this off season. I've heard about the the Sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that quarterback who also is a tailback and, and everything, but the other kid I don't 
not really heard of, the one that uh, has been playing for right. a lot of quarterbacks. And, and uh, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't know a whole lot about him either. He wasn't with us through the summer uh, when I when I got in and uh, kind of came out late when, uh, you know, right before we, we started fall practice. But, um, you know, he's done a nice job, and, and they're splitting time with, with uh, between the two, and, and uh, they're, they're, they're both playing well. Gives you a lot of options for the future, and yep. that's what you want from your JV team because uh, – Really, they're just building to play uh, varsity. And, Steve, you got it this year with uh, having a lot of linemen that started JV yeah. last year. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they were all on JVs last year. So, right. I mean, And I think JV, I think they were undefeated last uh, year. Yes, they were undefeated last year. I mean, we well. haven't lost right. in a long time, JV. Right. So that bodes well for the future. Right. And right now we're going to throw our first trivia question out. So listen up. We play the Southeast Seminoles. And uh, – You know, granted, it's not quite the rivalry that it was because Southeast is, you know, they've had a lean run here for the last couple of years. But they've got great tradition, of course. Uh, Coach Meckley uh, retired. Joe Canan, of course, retired. So we have two new head coaches in this rivalry. But think back uh, to when both programs were in their heyday at the same time. Back-to-back state championships by both teams. In other words... One team won it one year, the next year the other team won it, okay? So I want to know what years those were. And as a bonus, who both teams beat in the state championship. I'm sure you'll be able to get the Manatee uh, score and, uh, and who they beat. I will never forget that. That was, uh, that was a nice evening. Um, so anyway, that's it. Manatee Southeast state championships occurred in what years? So think about it. Don't look it up. You should be able to get it. And um, it's just happened once, I, I, I believe. I mean, I got Steve giving me the evil eye. I hate when that happens. <laughs> um, but uh, let's uh, let's just throw it out there, and we'll we'll ride with it. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, we're gonna throw, go it out to uh, Gene Brown in the uh, in the audience. All right, we're uh, having a rush to get everybody here. <laughs> Tell us who you are. I'm Sharon, and it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was 85 and 86, but I don't remember the team Southeast beat or lost or won in 86. No, they did not win in no. 86. Nope. Manatee won in 85. In 85. But, yeah, this is, has to be. Uh, now, let me tell you this. This isn't a trick question. Southeast has back-to-back state championships, okay? But I'm talking about us and Southeast winning back-to-back. What two years did that happen? Okay. Um, so if you want to uh, try to give it a guess, raise your hand. We've got uh, Gene Brown. Or give us a quick call, 955-0930. We've got uh, some hundreds we can give away. And I want to mention that if you're, uh, if you're sitting out there listening and you've played football at Manatee in the last hundred years, you need to come out to Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium and it's the Palmetto game, October 10th. Mm-hmm. October 10th, we're going to celebrate 100 years of Manatee football. And if you come out, you get a free T-shirt. Well, they, they need to go to the website, manateefootball.com, and sign, sign up. up. Yep. Yeah, we just don't – yeah, right. just don't sh- – because we have to have an idea how many right. people are going to come. There's a, there's a section on the Manatee football website to sign up for it. Yeah, Todd Salito, the webmaster, he's done a great job in getting that coordinated. So just go on there, and we should have just amazing turnout for that. You guys gonna get your free T-shirts? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gene, uh, we're school teachers. 
Yeah, we've got so many uh, people in the community that played at Manatee. I mean, it's unbelievable. And this can date back um, forever, right? 100 years of Manatee football. I signed my dad up uh, yesterday, so he'll be there. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, if you're interested in doing that, go to manateefootball.com. And, by the way, it's a great website. You can pick up anything and everything from that website. Uh, Listen, the trivia question still out there. Back-to-back state titles by Manatee and Southeast. What years are you talking about for back-to-back state championships? And an added bonus, who did Manatee beat and who did the Seminoles beat? Of course, that uh, rivalry will be renewed Friday night over at uh, John Kiker Memorial Stadium. Always a tough place to go, Steve, uh, no matter what the record is. Yeah, I mean, the Southeast is going to give us their best game of the year. I mean, it's it's such a great rivalry over the years, and uh, you know, their enrollment's down a little bit over there, but y- you never know what's going to happen. I mean, there's been years that we were supposed to win and we lost. There's years they were supposed to win and, and we uh, beat them. So, it, you know, it's just a great rivalry, and that's why we play the game. Do you guys both remember your games with Southeast? I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like yeah. no other yeah. game, really. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. It, it has changed a little bit, but yeah. – just two years ago, it was voted the top rivalry in the state of Florida. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 2012. Well, three years three years running, we uh, played the uh, National Guard rivalry game. Oh, yeah. There. Yes, three yeah. years in a row. Yeah. Uh, now, throw out some more trivia uh, since no one seems to be able to answer the first one. Um, this was back in 10, not long ago. You remember this, Steve. We were in the locker room at halftime thinking, oh, my gosh. What is going on here? Uh, the Hurricanes were down at halftime 21 to 7. Uh, 24 to 7. 24 to 7, I think it was. And uh, we rallied to win that football game 31 to 24. Shut them out in the second half. Who was instrumental in leading the Hurricanes? Four touchdowns that game. Every touchdown was scored by this Hurricane. Now, you've got, uh, you could probably guess, there's two logical guesses here, but uh, raise your hand if you can tell me who was the star of that game, four touchdowns to lead Manatee over Southeast back in 2010. Raise your hand if you know that. And meanwhile, boy, I don't know what's wrong with you people tonight, but uh, you can also uh, answer it by giving us a call, 955-0930. We're going to move to our players of the game now. And uh, it's a familiar offensive player of the game, Johnny Lang, with 189 yards. We also have Kelvin McKnight for the Hurricanes. And uh, we'll throw it out to Gene Brown. Well, he said first he wants to answer the trivia question. Okay, that'd be so fun. We'll let him do it, you know, being a running back and being having a fellow running back in the past. Uh, was it Mike Blakely? It was Mike Blakely, yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, and one of the things to think about too, Dave, with that game, he actually had hurt his shoulder yeah. and almost didn't yeah. come out and play the second half. So he was really hurt, and he, that was probably the toughest game that I saw him play. And um, after that week, really had some issues with his shoulder, if you kind of go back and remember. Well, Johnny, so you're all, speaking of injuries, shoulder, whatever, you feeling good? Yes, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, after carrying the ball and doing that and having the big yardage again, um, definitely doing a good job. What played a factor in, in Friday night's game with the weather and what you did? 
um, coach always told us to be patient, and I mean it's raining, so everything will give give everything just a slightly second before we even try to move with the ball and make sure ball security was the big factor in the game. Yeah, speaking of ball security, I know you definitely want to send a shout out to your center. Um, obviously, we know he hurt his hand, and then he's snapping left-handed, having the wet weather coming in and doing that, and and just I mean it's it's definitely probably. Bigger than people really imagine what he's doing with that and also in that rain. Yes, um, Josh, he's a tough kid, and having a broke hand and having to snap with your other one may be difficult, but he makes it look easy. Right, especially with the weather and the offensive line, as we've talked all year, getting better and better each week. And as Coach People said, probably um, the one of the most improved from start till now. And uh, how has that helped you? Um well, we started off kind of sluggish um, during this, uh, like the beginning of the season, and now it's just they get all getting in together. I'm, uh, I can say I'm like feeding off them, and we just on the road right now. We on the move, and they just I got so much confidence in them right now. It's just this how planned it would be. Good. Well, we appreciate what you're doing, and keep up the good work, and keep working hard, and, and great job on Friday night. Thank you. All right, uh, let's uh, let's go to the phone line, and then we're going to play uh, one of Johnny's touchdowns from the other night, so he can uh, hear what uh, people heard on the radio. And a lot of people heard that because uh, of the ter- terrific rain we had. We've got Damian on the line now with a question or a comment. Go ahead, Damian. Uh, I wanted to call and ask you a question about the consecutive state titles. The uh, oh yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. Manatee won the state title in 1992, and Southeast won in 1993. You are absolutely right. Yes, sir. Excellent. Uh, do you remember who the two uh, victims were in those in those two games? Who did uh, we beat? I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'm gonna take a wild guess and say uh, Manatee beat uh, Carroll City and Southeast beat Ocala Vanguard. I'm, I know that's not right though. Well, yeah, but you're close because both of those teams uh, played uh, Manatee and Southeast uh, in the state championship. But actually, Manatee beat Dillard 44-14. Southeast beat Bay 20-17. But, hey, you're a winner. And could you give your information to Ace there at the studio? Just give him uh, how we can get a hold of you. And we've got some uh, prizes for you, a T-shirt and uh, some wings at Beef O'Brady's, okay? All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot for calling. Appreciate it. Okay. Um, see, you, you snooze, you lose here at Beefs. I mean, you know, we, we gave you every opportunity, but uh, that was a big night up in the swamp, Steve Peebles. Yes, that, that was an exciting game. The, the Diller team was was a really good team, and we jumped out on them early, and uh, and they sort of they sort of fell apart there, and we we got to enjoy the the second half with a oh, little bit yeah. of a little bit of a breather. Though they, they were a great team, though we just we were pretty good that year ourselves, though. Yes, we were, and I, I just happened to watch a little bit of the video from that the other day. I was cleaning out some stuff, and I found it and popped it in, and, uh, man, that, yeah, that was yeah. an impressive team. Exciting year, yeah. Again, that was back in 1992 when the Hurricanes defeated Dillard 44-14. That game was played at the University of Florida. All right, we've got uh, about 20 minutes left, and when we take a break, uh When we come back, we're going to talk to Kelvin McKnight, and we'll try to come up with another trivia question to see if somebody here actually that's at Beefs can win tonight. But uh, right now we'll take a timeout, and we'll be back with more Hurricane Hotline right after this. 
Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. I'm Chuck England with this week's WLSS Entertainment Calendar for the Sun Coast. Support your local high school by attending its football game Friday evening. Most games begin at 7.30. Check your local newspaper for games and locations. Firearms collectors plan on attending the Big Sun Coast Gun Show Saturday to browse, sell, or trade. The annual show is at the Bradenton Area Convention Center across the River Bridge in Palmetto. Doors open at 9 a.m. Carl LeBeau, former TV star of The Outlaws, brings his stand-up comedy routine to the stage of McCurdy's Comedy Theater Wednesday through Sunday. McCurdy's is half a block west of 301 on Ringling, downtown Sarasota. Watch a free Cypress Gardens-type water ski show Sunday featuring jumps, spins, and pyramids by the Sarasota Ski Aries Precision Ski Team. The show begins at 2 p.m. at the viewing area next to Moat Marine on Kent Thompson Parkway, City Island, Sarasota. Update your entertainment calendar each week right here on News Talk 930 WLSS. News Talk 930 WLSS. Traffic. Checking out the drive for you this hour. The reported service of the folks there at Britain's Carpet One floor and home in Venice. 
And we are going to talk about Lockwood Ridge and 17th and 70th and Lakewood Ranch. For the most part, it doesn't appear that our, our morning or afternoon commute is starting to ease back very nicely for us. Still some volume on most of your major routes, but as far as real big backups and congestion, do not see that as happening right now. Looking good towards the beaches if you're heading that direction for the early, or well, the sun's already set. But anyway, for a good night, Britain's Carpet One, Floor and Home, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home, including carpet, tile, laminate, some more. 1190 East Venice Avenue, Dave Anderson, WLSS Traffic. back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Beef O'Brady's, 4925 Cortez Road in Bradenton, with Dave Bristow and Manatee Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now at 877-969-8600. And now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Pleasant good evening, everyone. We're here for our final segment of Hurricane Hotline, live from Beefo Brady's on Cortez Road West. And we've already heard from our offensive player of the game, Johnny Lang. And right now, we're going to play you one of Johnny's three touchdowns. He had three touchdowns, 189 yards. Take a listen. Third down and three. Johnny Lang in the shotgun. Johnny will run to the near side of the 40. Johnny to the 30, to the 20, to the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Johnny Lang. Yeah, Johnny Lang was, uh, well, he, 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 he is what he is. And a very good running back, quarterback, whatever you want to call him. But Just he's piling up hands. some yards. Yep. Yep. And, uh, well, everybody anticipated this, Steve. Uh because we've been watching him since he's a freshman. Yeah, absolutely. John, John had a great year for us last year, even uh, backing up uh, Trayvon. And uh, one thing I give Johnny a lot of credit for, early in the season when the line was still very young and trying to gel, Johnny's attitude was great. Yep. You never heard him complaining or pointing fingers or, or, or barking at the line about things. He was always encouraging them and, and had a great attitude about that. And that goes a long ways. I mean, to build your team when, when when everybody's getting along. Yep. All right, we're going to go out to Gene Brown now, who is with Kelvin McKnight, who had a spectacular game on special teams for the Hurricanes. All right, thank you, Dave. Uh, obviously, like you said, out here with Calvin. Tell me, Calvin, how it felt knowing going into that game that, you know, you want to try to make that big play on special teams, but it's pouring down rain. What is that uh, kind of how, how you feel going into that? Well, first off, I had to just make sure I had to make the catch because I know the ball is going to be wet. Try to not make too many moves because it was real slick, keep my feet up under me, and just try to get what I can. If I can break one, just keep moving my feet. All right, and I know one of the things that as we look at, you know, it's very important as a punt returner to to catch that ball because when that ball hits the ground and goes another 15, 20 yards could put the, the offense in a tougher situation. What has changed this year? Because over the last several years, and, and I'll even go back to maybe uh, one of the biggest years with, that I've been involved with uh, my son on the team and, and watching your cousin, you know, he always wouldn't always catch the ball. You're doing a great job at catching the ball this year. Well, it's just all of a judgment thing. Sometimes the ball will die on you. You can't really get up under it. 
and you don't want to take a chance by trying to catch it on the bounce because you might lose the handle then the other team and recover it, get great field position. So you don't want to put your team in that situation. Sometimes you just have to let it roll. Tell us how it felt, you know, coming in that last one where you returned it for a touchdown, what you were thinking as, as the game was kind of out of reach, but it was like, well, maybe I'll take a little chance. Well, Coach gave me the green light, Coach Styler. He said I could finally return this one because I haven't really touched it all night. So I told the front line, just go ahead and block. I'm going to return this one. And I got it. I just went, went for the touchdown. All right, that was very impressive. And another thing that I thought was good is obviously we had a little trouble blocking right there on the left side on the extra points and that. And uh, what did you think coming in on that one to kind of put the game and at a running clock, you know, it wasn't a long time, but by scoring that two-point conversion, it did make it. Well, how did you feel on that? Just said, hey, better take it? Well, before I even did that, I been told Coach that they're overloading in the middle, and they're not respecting me by putting a containment guy so I could pull it and go for the end zone. So when he seen that, he told, he gave me the green light, so I just went in after my punt return with all my adrenaline running. I just told the uh, Nick No, the kicker, that I'm going to pull this one, so I just went in for the touchdown. Good. Well, great job. Keep up the good work and uh, get into this rivalry with Southeast. It's not, you know, maybe as big as it's been, but it is still voted in the number one rivalry in the state of Florida. Yes, 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 it is. I'm really excited for this game. Great. Well, congratulations and great job. Great job, Kelvin McKnight. And, Kelvin, uh, here's your punt return for a touchdown. Let's take a listen. He will have a chance to touch it here. He picks it up at midfield, goes ahead to the 45, to the 40, Kelvin to the 30. Kelvin to the 20, Kelvin to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Kelvin McKnight. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, the first of uh, several that we'll have from Kelvin McKnight. We're hoping. Yeah, because, um, you know, he's just so dynamic when he gets his hands on the football. And uh, it's just quite a weapon to use. And let, let me... Talk to you a little bit, guys, about uh, the intelligence level there of, of letting you know that what they're doing as far as overloading the middle and not having containment, I mean, that's that's pretty astute for a young man. Well, yeah, and, and, and it's no surprise. I mean, he's a, a three-year varsity player for us, uh, a lot of games under his belt. He's seen, uh, you know, a lot of different looks on special teams, on offense, um, you know, and so we, he, he's the type of kid that uh, when he says something, we, we trust him and, and we know that he's, uh, he's going to make the right decision. Okay. Um, we're going to have our defensive player of the game now, Quanzi Sackmaster Jackson. That's what we're going to start <laughs> calling him because, uh, oh, my goodness, uh, he is looking to break all these sack records uh, all over the place, John. Yeah, he's doing, doing a great job. At, right now he's sitting at 10 and a half. Uh, total sacks and, and like I said earlier, you know, helping our, our entire defense with, with 22 uh, total sacks in, in four games. So he's doing a really, really good job for us. And we'll go out to Gene and the sack master. The sack master here. I know uh, thinking about this and, you know, you get a new head coach coming in and a new offensive coordinator and, and coming in. Um, we really know where the, the Canes are doing well this year is defense is keeping our offense around and making it happen. So um, with all the sacks and, and being, you know, kind of really new to it, how does it feel coming in here and really kind of building this tradition, getting up to this Southeast game? 
good. You know, I try to keep working every day and practice and uh, do it's good right in the there. game okay. and then help our offense when they need me. Like, I know they struggle sometimes, but I try to have they back every other uh, game that we have. Good. And um, coming into the Southeast game, you got any friends over there kind of giving it to you a little bit? Yeah, we, uh, we saw them at the JV game, and they was uh, talking a lot. They were saying what they was going to do to us. But I think we should be good going into the game. Well, you're doing a great job, and keep up the great work as far as the pressure. And, and uh, you, I know you were a little nicked up. Everything good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, my shoulder got back right. I went to uh, therapy, and I got uh, stem before practice. All right. Well, we appreciate Keep up that uh, that fun excitement out there and uh, maybe get another scoop and score on Friday night. All right. Appreciate it. And uh, I don't want uh, Quanzie to feel left out, so uh, we've got uh, one of replay from last Friday night. Hawkins takes the snap, wants to throw, being harassed, and he'll go down. Quanzie Jackson with the sack. Boy, that kid is unbelievable, way back at the 30-yard line. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, yeah, and uh, Mackey did a great job from the other side. And, uh, boy, when those two guys are on, they're very difficult to block. Yep. Almost impossible to block. Right, Steve? You Absol- guys, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a few minutes left in the show, so we'll usually open it up for questions. And I think one of our top fans, Gene Gallo, has a question, but we'll wait uh, a second for Gene to move over to Gene. And while we're doing that, I want to remind everyone, if you go to manateefootball.com, you can catch great highlights of the game. And you can also catch the, the total replay, the radio replays on there. So they've got it all, manateefootball.com. And also we're talking about, you know, the 100-year celebration. If you're a former football player, go on manateefootball.com, sign up. The only way you're going to get a shirt and a towel and a koozie, we got a bunch of things coming out with the – the logo stuff on it, is to sign up and bring your form with you because we're going to pre-order them. Yep, when you print it off, didn't print it off, Todd? Oh, just have your name. We'll have your name. Back up. <laughs> we're trying to, Steve's helping us out here tonight. Um, we're out here with Mr. Gallo, and he's trying to grab the microphone from me. So when he got here, he wanted a great question, Coach. Uh, <clears throat> no questions, just some good advice. Uh I've been concerned that uh, the couple plays that I've given you <laughs> Here we haven't go. run yet, <laughs> and it's making me doubt my knowledge. So I finally figured it out that everybody was listening, you were scared that the opposing coach would be listening and be looking for yep. it. So tonight, so nobody knows, I got two plays. One is a situation play drawn up, and another one is a – fantastic football play that you will score a touchdown on guaranteed okay so you'll have to read them and i expect to see them thank you gene Gene, you need to make a couple copies of those and send those to gainesville then yeah Um, yeah. Yeah. well they don't listen either (laughs) man yeah for gator fans uh, wasn't wasn't a very pleasant saturday afternoon for seminole fans on the other hand they pulled one out Uh, the clemson runner decided he'd cough it up when as they were going in yeah and uh florida state got the win and hats off to them because they got the win with uh, a kid who came in and played respectable but you know not nearly of course the quarterback that the heisman trophy winner is and but they got the win and that's what matters and florida state marches on now this week interesting game because florida state goes to north carolina state 
and goes up against Florida's former quarterback, who a lot of people feel now they wish he was Florida's quarterback right now. That's Jacoby Brissett. So that will be an interesting game for the Seminoles and the Wolfpack. Um, speaking of, uh, I want to shout kudos to uh, uh, Danny Doyle. Danny Doyle played in his second game for the Duke Blue Devils. And, that's that's uh, great. As a preferred walk-on, he has walked right on, and he's seeing action, which is uh, phenomenal, really. And uh, he's a very good athlete and got into Duke, which is uh, amazing in its own right. And now he's uh, playing football for Duke. And uh, congratulations to all the other players who are out there. We do have a lot of red shirt. How about Trayvon Walters? Is he? Last heard, he was going to red shirt as well at Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Missouri plays South Carolina in a huge game this weekend. So a lot of good football going on. But first and foremost, John, the Hurricanes and Seminoles once again, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Southeast, uh, they'll, they'll always be up for the Hurricanes. Certainly going to be excited for that. We, we spoke, uh, Coach Warren and I, at the uh, Kiwanis Club a couple uh, last week and, and uh, talking about the rivalry mm-hmm. and uh, talking about how his kids uh, view this as one of the biggest games of the season. So they're going to give us their best shot, and, and we're looking forward to the challenge. And, and you know, of course, you know, the, the, the rivalry is, is, is there, and uh, we're looking forward to, to the matchup. Steve should be fun. Absolutely, Mantee Southeast. You know, it's it's a great situation. You gotta love being able to play in games like this. Yep. Hopefully, the weather will cooperate this Friday, yep. unlike last week. Now, a couple of reminders: we will be on the air at seven o'clock, seven thirty kickoff, and not to look ahead, but I need to let everybody know: the following week, we're not playing on Friday. We're right. playing on a Thursday right. against the Riverview Rams. We will be back here for Hurricane Hotline next Tuesday to review the Southeast game and also preview the Thursday night game against Riverview. I want to thank everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Ace Andrews back at the WLSS studios doing a great job. For Gene Brown, John Booth, and Steve Peebles, this is Dave Bristow until Friday night. So long, everyone. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.